Okay, are, are we done here? Are we done? Goodness gracious. It's like every time I get this thought to go, you know, it's a good time to do a podcast. Some annoying noise comes out of nowhere. I mean, silence for, I don't know, what, what, like good 20 minutes I've been sitting here? 20 minutes? No noise. Soon as I go, ah, I, time to do a podcast. This truck comes out of nowhere. And this is a very silent and peaceful area. I'm in right now. I'm in the. Uh, I'm off of Stanford Street. Uh, they've created these parking little parks. I'm sorry, these little parks that's interconnected and interwoven into the uh, community. I don't ever recall these parks being here ever, but there's trees and there's uh, you know they don't have the double court because they don't want brothers out here. You know, gambling for basketball, I guess, basketball games. Cause you, so you only get one court. One court. That's it. But it's a nice space. Uh, they have a place uh, right next to where I'm sitting. They have a place uh, where you bring your kids and they can play on swings and slides and stuff like that. Really quiet, cool uh, space wasn't uh, like this 25 years ago. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so, again, um, it's good to be back in the Bay Area. Um, <clears throat> the thought I had... Oh, I'm sorry I didn't do my intro. From the Bay to L.A. and beyond, it's the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man. And uh, this is part of the uh, Roadcast series I've been doing uh, for for going on three years now. It's insane. It's insane. There's podcasts for days. I, I just hit the record button and just whatever feels good. It you know comes from me, from the universe, from God, source, energy. I just let it flow and whatever feels good uh, is spoken into the good. It's all about the positivity on the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Might get a little sidetracked every now and then, but just know the focus is always positivity. Um, I've been through a lot, a lot in my in my uh, human form on planet Earth for the past 50 years. It's really interesting. I'm telling people, I'm telling people, anyone that's under the age of 50 um, that's listening to this podcast, it's really, how do I describe it? Well, this is how I describe it. Time is elusive because I don't feel any older than I did 25 years ago. And when I look in the mirror, I look 25 years ago. So time is, but when I look in between those 25 years and all the experience, I'm like, wow, it's as if I've been on another planet 
on another timeline existing into another plane of possibilities and here I am in 2021 back in my hometown and everything is like totally changed so it's like I'm back to the it's a back to the future thing that's what it is it's, I'm I'm living I'm living the real life of a African American uh, Native American black man uh, in the Bay Area um, 25 years into the future it's insane so I get technology I get where AI is going I know where AI is going uh, virtual reality augmented reality mixed realities our reality the path I've been traveling down for the past 25 years has been a journey unspoken of to only but a few people who have known that I was on this journey. And what prompted this journey? What prompted me to leave my hometown and go somewhere else? What, what motivated this, this move in my spirit? Well, I remember the day I, I, um, I questioned, I started to really, really question. I'm always questioning things that you have to stay curious about life. Never take what someone says to you and just, you know, oh yeah, that's it. That's the philosophy. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. No, man. Dive into, dive into, uh, 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 just dive into many answers because there's many answers. But what was I saying? All right, so, well, that happened. That happened. It happens. But it might come back. It might come back. Anyway, if you've been listening, you know this is how the roadcasts go. Okay, let's back it up. Let me see if I can. If I can uh, pick back up where I was going, where I was going, having the moment, right? Uh, projected into the future, um, living in different timelines, um, setting. Oh, oh, okay. Ultimately, this podcast was about the conversation I had. It was leading up to this, so we can just segue into. The moment here. So I go to a local store, let's call it a store, where they have security and I'm, I'm, I'm friendly so I talk to everybody and me and the uh, guard are, we're talking, uh, we came, you know, we came out talking about something before and I'm, I'm not sure how the conversation led to our our uh, communications but when I came out of the store he said man you made me feel so good he said you made me feel so good about my decision he's like oh man that was that's good I'm, I'm glad I talked to you I said oh that's good done and it was about he had made the decision that, you know, his mom and his family was so toxic that 
you know, even though he, I don't think he was prepared to have a child the way, because he was whipped as a kid and he was, you know, just received all this negativity, blah, blah, from his mother. Um, he wanted his child, his son, who is now a teenager, uh, to not ever know his mom because she was so toxic that it, it affects him as an adult. So he didn't want his mom, you know, to have no part of grandparenting his son. And that was our common uh, mutual conversation. That's kind of where it started. Because I said something, I, I forget where it led to, but I said, you know, I said, I posted a Facebook message that, you know, in order for, um, in, in order for us to just move forward, you know, it's just to move forward that we have to ask for forgiveness for the angels that we have, um, that we have subdued. And it's happened amongst a lot of the parents um, over a course of like a hundred years. But in particular, because um, I was talking about my own life, you know, I, I said the 70s, I said, you know, there was too much going on to, to, um, you know, having fun, but there was, there was a lot of tragedy and trauma. So on top of, and there was wars, we were in the middle of a war, the Korean war, it's insane. And you're going to have children and not have uh, the men involved in their lives and, 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 and plug yourself into a system of, of receiving money and welfare for, are you kidding me? So, and as I, as, I, as we were talking, I said, yeah, man, we have that common denominator of a mutual understanding because I haven't wanted children because I did not want my mother involved in my child's life. And I've been saying that as since I was a kid. My oldest brother know that. I don't know if you remember that. But I said, dude, he's like, oh, you, you have. I remember us talking when I was like a teenager or something. We, he'd call every now and then because he's in the army. He'd be like, oh, you having some kids? You, I mean, he's like, are you next? You next? You know, your brother cranking them out. Are you next? I said, I said, it'd be a cold day in hell, homie. I said, <laughs> I said, it'd be a, I said, Nah, man, it ain't it ain't going down like that, son. It ain't going down like that. I said, besides, I said, when you do, if you ever, if I was to have children, it they would have accents, you know, because they, I, I raise them up in the United Kingdom or somewhere or somewhere in Africa. There's no way in hell I would raise up children in. I don't know, in this. In this land, I just wouldn't because I've, I've, I've not that it hasn't gotten better because it has. I'm seeing it right before my eyes, but there's too much energy that's that's still here. 
So at the time I was I was like, dude, I do not want to have children and have any any of this energy uh, affect my child because it would. You know, my mom was really toxic. God bless her. And she's still alive, you know. But that's just it. She's just alive. She's just existing. She's kind of given up on life. And I'm like, oh, yo, can't talk to me about pain. I've been in pain all my life. And I've spent a lifetime just getting over it and trying to heal through it. Trying to heal through pain. You know, of a toxic environment. Yes, I did asked to be on this planet. I did ask to be uh, on the planet at a certain time, you know, with amongst other star seeds. I did, but I did not ask for the toxicity and negativity of bullshittery. I did not ask for that. And so the conversation swayed over with me and the security guard. What it What it broke down to is, you know, everything I'd said on my Facebook earlier is that, you know, if you're not prepared to have a child, you know, don't have a child, you know, do everything in your power to not have a child. That means not having sex, don't have sex, damn it, because it's 13 year old kid, right? It's 13 year old kid. You know, he's uh, lives downstairs from my mom's and he's over and, and we're talking and he's waiting on his auntie to pick him up. And I say to him, I said, I said, hey, man, when it comes to that point in your life, no one's going to tell you this. So I'm telling I'm, I'm sharing this with you now. Avoid having sex for as long as you can. You do not want any children right now. I said, do you get that? And he said, oh, why? Because I want children. I want a lot of kids. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I had to consume myself, yo. I had to consume myself. Because one, this kid is, he's out of control. He's not in an environment that is conducive to learning and applying himself so I had to I had to give him something. I was, I was like, dude, do not do not <laughs> I said, do not have sex, man. I said, avoid it for as long as you can. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging, brother. I said, and I was serious. I was serious about this. And when he's like, I wanna have all kind of kids, it's like do you have a plan? How, how, how are you going to take care of these children? I said, this is a situation that you're in right now because of this kind of thinking. You're a child thinking about having a child. I was like, dude, it's not cool. I said, in five years, you're going to be dealing with some shit that you really wished you had been listening to me right now. Trust me, dude. And I never say that to anybody. I never say, trust me. You know, I don't want you to trust me. I, I want you to just absorb what I'm saying, you know, receive this information and trying to save you from yourself. A 13 year old should not be should not have the <clears throat> conscious thought of, 
I want to have children. Mimi's thinking about it right now. I was like, dude, keep the wiener off the scener. I didn't say that, but basically, I just, I was like, dude, just, just don't do it, man. I said, just, you know, bury yourself in books and learn about robotics and, 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 and science Take a math class. My God, you got a tutor. Tell him, tell him you want to learn something. Learn about space. But avoid sex. Avoid, avoid all that. I mean, look, we're dealing with viruses and and stuff we don't even understand. Do you want to even deal with that? Just, just avoid it all. Learn about the universe that you're that you're living on right now. Learn, learn about the Earth, man. Go walk in a park or something, man. That's for everybody. <clears throat> Get over yourselves. I said that to someone <clears throat> before in a professional manner, too. I said, look, <clears throat> I know I make my job look easy. What I do look really easy, but um, it's hard work. You know, it's challenging work. I don't say hard work. I never look at work as being hard. You, you can't you can't put an adjective like that. You can't you can't you can't do it. Work is work. You know, how you perceive it and how you strategize about getting the job done is what it is. But I'm getting sidetracked here. I'm, I'm losing my I'm losing track. I'm losing my thoughts. I'm not losing my thoughts. I'm just freestyling because that's that's how it goes down. Um the beauty about these podcasts, though, the beauty about these podcasts is that I have the option to delete and not publish at all. But but the method that I've gone through, um, that I've processed over the past three years is just hitting the record button and, um, you know, enter the information, publish done sent out there <laughs> into the universe uh, for those who want to listen and share uh, the good positivity that's that is so yeah um, the message that came to me last night just you know I, I couldn't sleep and then as I was my brain is just you know going here there and everywhere and the message came through, you know, don't, you should never whip your children. You should never whip your children. Now, I've had this conversation with um, a few older African-American um, folks. <laughs> and, and everyone had something different to say about getting whipped, you know. But what I learned was that uh, 95% of people over the age of 70 um, had been whipped and, you know, a spanking <laughs> several times um, from their parents because they said their parents got whipped. And, uh, yeah, so... It's that saying of spare the rod, wherever that comes comes from. But the research that I 
myself <laughs> I conducted on, you know, just my family and friends and, and, and timelines um, showed that, yeah, the, the whippings actually did not work. They were not effective. They were ineffective. And and whipping some a child one you're come on you've you've been given the greatest gift of, of on earth to replicate to duplicate God's children on earth and you want to whip them because of what you have no patience because of fear because of something you fear you scare what. What are you scared of on planet Earth? You're part of the God consciousness on planet Earth. What is what are you fearing of yourself, your own thoughts? Most people are are living in their mind. A lot of older people are living in their mind, telling themselves the same story over and over and over and over again. You know, thought is just as powerful as the doing. There's scientific, scientific journals that talks about this stuff. Athletes can think about running a marathon and they do a brain scan and it's the brain scan is the same as someone that was running the marathon. That's deep. That's deep. So we have babies having babies. What happens when babies have babies? And it's, it's not always a good turnout, people. I'm telling you. The, the brain. Research this for yourself. The brain is underdeveloped. It's underdeveloped until by the age of 30. That means whatever you have absorbed in that brain of yours or not. <laughs> it's a serious business or not. Meaning if you went from the age of one to the age of 30 without picking up a book, without absorbing science, math, the world around you, becoming part of the environment that is in 30 years. If you didn't do that, you are in trouble. You're in trouble. You're probably in trouble right now. And you just had an aha moment. Oh shit, oh shit, what's happening? Oh. <laughs> That's all right, because if you're alive and well, you can move forward. You can start doing it now. And you start sharing it more. You, The more you do, the more the ones around you will start doing. Hey, that guy, did you see him? Where, where's, where, I, I text him, I call him, I didn't call him. Where is he? Oh, he's around there walking around the park, you know, uh, jumping, rolling in the grass, you know, uh, uh, he set out a cot in the backyard. You know, he, he said he wants, he wants to be a part of the earth at night. 
and see the moon. He don't want to be indoors. What's wrong with him? Huh? Nothing's wrong with him. He's evolving. He's changing his trajectory that life isn't over yet. This message is in particular for the older generation. You got to let it go. The big, biggest ones that's talking this, you know, uh, all this, uh, what do you call it? Rhetoric, philosophizing, um, uh, facts that you've never, uh, you can't attest to, you can't, you can't prove for yourself. Some, something that someone passed down to you and now you're going to pass it down. And that's, that stuff is real. It's infectious. It's in the bloodline. Especially fear, fear of all of them. That's what it all, it's all around. It's fear. It's all fear. It's fear. It's fear of the unknown, fear of what, what could happen. What, what if you die? Well, you just die. <laughs> We're all going to die someday. You have to speed it up a little notch. Well, you know, be careful. What you want to do about that? What you want to do about that? All right. All right, people. I think I've shared enough of what the universe wants to share. This isn't me. I'm just, I'm just the vessel. I'm just a vessel that the universe uses to transmit these messages throughout the universe. Um, it helps me in spirit and in human form to move forward in my journey because it, it can be uh, <clears throat> it can be a bit much. It's it's uh, it's not an easy job to be positive all the time, but versus the latter, you know, being angry and pissed off and and mean and evil. I mean, that's that's toxic within itself. It's all downhill from here on out if you want to bring any of that stuff into your into your realm. But you know, that's that's what's happening with the older generation. You know, they're going in on themselves. You know, disease is just becoming them and they don't even know. All you gotta do is just let it go and forgive. Go forgive your you know, go 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 ask for forgiveness. You know, get over your hump. Go ask for forgiveness from your children. Go ask forgiveness from them. For the whippings, for the verbal abuse, for the toxic environment. Ask them. It's the only way we're going to move forward. That's the only way we're going to release all this toxic toxicity in the world. You know, no one can pass until the generations ask for the forgiveness. Because we're all angels. We're all descendants of source energy, God, source, whatever you want to call it. That inner connectivity that keeps us all together and, and makes it familiar every time we we can we can go months, hours, days without talking to each other and then see each other, 
you know, years later and pick up right where we left off. That's, that's, that's cosmic, that's cosmic, cosmic energy. All right. I got some uh, studying to do tonight. Might do a podcast later. I don't know. Depends on how I feel. And, um, yeah, yeah. Got to move forward. Got to stay positive. You might have to be in a position to ask for forgiveness. I've been in that position many a times. I have no problem with calling someone up. And, and saying, hey, I am so sorry if I made you feel any kind of way or it was perceived in any form like this because that has never been my intention ever. And there it is. And a person can accept it or not accept it. But once you get it out, You've released it. You're done. You can move forward. You can do cartwheels after that because to hold it in and just you know, the pride thing is, ah, oh, it's what has pride ever gotten anyone? If someone can answer that question. I'll give you a hundred dollars and, and Duke can bake cookies. How about that? Duke can bake cookies opens up. You got a hundred dollars worth of cookies coming to you. If you can tell me the answer to that, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, people, let me shut it down, shut it down for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. It's been an awesome Saturday night, Saturday night in the Bay Area. I feel something, something good coming on board next week I feel I feel a shift of energy uh, someone someone needs my my special abilities and um, there can be big monetizational uh, transactions that uh, can position us into uh, a new space yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To somebody somewhere that made a whole lot of sense, and it definitely makes sense to me, um, because as I'm receiving it, I transmit it, and that's what's up. All right, for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, stay positive, stay chill, don't let nobody rub you the wrong way, and if they rub you the wrong way, you know, it's... This is what you do. Let me let me let me share this with you real quick. Someone says something negative to you. You go take a deep breath. What they said. You hold it about two seconds. And then you blow it back. You send it back. You you literally take it and you send it back to them and then you just walk away from them. That's it. They'll be like, what? What just happened? Because you don't want to receive it. So the moment someone says something that you don't want to receive, just take a deep breath, take it in, blow it out real quick and send it right back to them. Like, up, oh, got to go. That's it. You have nothing, nothing. That's it. I just gave you gold. That's gold. 
Oh, by the way, the next podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to get an interview with this guy because he's he's this dude is this dude is funny. But I don't think people see the funny that I see because I, I've seen his work, you know, grow over time. And he's, he's become like a, one of my favorite dudes on screen. And I'm talking about Method Man. Um, this series called, what is it called? Uh, Teenage, Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's on Netflix. So I started watching the show. Just I was like, Teenage, this is funny. Let, let me... Let me see. Let me let me just give it a shot. I'm bored. I need something else to look at in, in between study time. So I started watching the first episode. What what is this? This is interesting. Um, but was what was interesting was that Kadeem Hardison from Different World is on the show, and this guy is like big, like no one's seen him in a long time. Uh, the last time I saw him was uh, Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. That was the last time I see him on the big screen. But someone said he was in another movie. But he's a really big dude. <laughs> and he's a bounty hunter who, um, who by, you know, accident, you know, recruit these two teenagers to be bounty hunters with him. But the story just goes on and it's in... It's in Atlanta, Georgia. It's it's a really, really, it was a well put together show. Uh, the guest appearance, I said, oh, okay, he's, I, when, when he popped up on the, on the scene, I said, okay, he's going to be a part of the show. This is cool. This is really cool. So Method Man is on the show. Um, so I'm watching like maybe two episodes back to back. And then it just leaves on this cliffhanger. So another season has to be for the show. Um, I would love to um, get in touch with Method Man. And I think the director and writer of the show is Kelly Jordan. I would love to talk to them about the show because it was funny to watch. It was really funny to watch because it's a perspective of teenagers in 2021 at a Christian school. And... I've worked in a, a school before, a private school, a religious school with kids. And it was, it was like looking, <laughs> it was like looking in the mirror of when I was working with these kids, because this is how they are. And I can't even imagine it's, it's in, so the show, I really enjoyed the show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the second season, I, I'm, I'm anticipating it now, but I would love to get an interview with Method Man and uh, the creator of the show, uh, Kelly Jordan. I think that's her name. Um, kept me entertained. I, I was. It's really good. That's that's all. I, I won't give anything away. I hate when people do that, <laughs> but uh, you should check it out. Uh, it was my in-between uh, study time show. I kind of try to get my brain away from you know whatever I'm studying for at least a good hour, and then I dive back into it. So, uh, yeah, Teenage Bounty Hunters on Netflix. Got to check it out. All right. Peace. I'm out of here. No grease.